Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, imparts a new revelation of faith. Our personal relationship with the Lord will trigger effective prayer. We must have faith that God wants us to be persistent and work with Him in what He is doing through our prayers. Isaiah 62.6 On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen. All day and all night they will never keep silent. All right, so instead of asking you how are you doing, I'm going to tell you how I am doing. Okay? How are you doing, Daniel? I am doing awesome. And then you can ask me, what's happening? I think I'm learning to walk by faith. Not by sight. And I bless that for us because encouragement will only come when we have our eyes fixed in the Word, in in the Lord. Our faith and our encouragement will never come from looking around the circumstances. It will never come by having a, a false hope in anything or in anybody. So once you go like, hey, maybe I am going through this or that because I am putting my faith in something that I should not. Then you go like, oh, I should just go back to the Word, go back to the Lord. And that's where everything comes from. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11, now verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. I want to bless us with a renewed awareness of the Word of God, the faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word. If I am struggling with my faith, maybe all I need to do is go back to the Word and say, Lord, I'm going to build upon the Word, the rock of the Word. And that's very important because Whenever I pray out of the word, I'm bound to be disappointed. Because we have to pray according to God's will. And that's what we're, we, we want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about prayers. And we're going to read a couple of parables and verses about prayers and how to pray. Does God want you to pray? How does he want you to pray? In Thessalonians it says, pray without ceasing. Because that's God's will. So we know that he wants us to pray. 
Why? Because he wants us to participate with him in what he wants to do. His will will come to pass, but he's always opening the door for us to participating in creating, right? By the word of God, the worlds were prepared by the word of God. There are a lot of things that will happen. But if we pray, we make, make them happen faster. <laughs> okay? And bless this. Lord, give us a fresh revelation of, of the word, of the, the importance of our prayers. Amen? Amen. Okay, so we're going to start... In Luke eight eleven. So here in Luke, verse two, chapter eleven, he he's teaching them how to pray, and he said to them, "When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation." This version here of the prayer in Luke is a little different than the one that we're used to in Matthew, right? But it's the same, you know, it's just a different gospel telling the same story. And then he continues on. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend, right? This is in the same context. He's talking about prayer. Suppose you have a friend and goes to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me from a journey, and I have nothing to set before him. Okay, so we're studying parables, and this is Jesus Christ teaching his disciples to pray, and he's telling this story to trigger something in us about prayer. Okay, so suppose you have a friend, and then that friend, you run into a need, somebody else knocks at your door, and they need something from you. Do you know anybody that needs anything from God? Okay, so you have families, you have friends, that are knocking at your door at midnight, and they need something. Okay? So this is the, the picture that Jesus is painting here. And he's saying, now you go to your friend. And you call your friend. Okay? Your neighbor. I have nothing to say before him. Verse 7. And from inside, he answered and says, do not bother me. The door has already been shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything, because he is his friend, yet, because of his persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So here, Jesus is talking about prayer, and then he uses this example that does not reflect the nature of God. 
But he's using a bad example of a bad neighbor in that bad, in a community that loves hospitality. They would open the door for anybody at any time and share everything that they had. Imagine in a community like that, somebody hears you knocking at your neighbor's door and everybody, what? What's going on? They're all listening to everything. And then they hear this neighbor saying, no, I don't have anything. Go, go away. How would that reflect on him? Right? Everybody would be talking about the next day. But then he, say, he continues saying, so I say to you, ask. And that verb in the Greek is the type of verb that is ask and keep asking. And it will be given to you, seek, and keep seeking, and you will find. Knock, and keep knocking, and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be, be open. Right? Yes. Why is Jesus teaching his disciples to pray? Don't stop. <laughs> Once you start, you don't stop. Now suppose one of you, fathers, mothers, is asked by his son for a fish. He will not give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Or if he is asked for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? If you then, being evil, like the neighbor that did not want to open the door, (laughs) know how to give good gifts to your children, How much more will your Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? What I want here is like, I want to change from a a prayer that does not have a persistence and a, a relationship to a prayer that is bold, and it's persistent because there is a relationship. There is an open door to ask and to keep asking. There is an open door to pray without ceasing. Knock and keep knocking. And I think that God wants us to participate with him in what he is doing, in bringing the kingdom, in executing his will. You know, especially when somebody's in need, he wants us to go to him asking for bread for that person. (laughs) He wants us to be the channels to trigger the the answer in people's lives. You guys ready for the next one? Luke 18, verse 1. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and do not lose heart, saying, how is he showing us how to pray? At all times and not to lose heart. Is that clear? How does God want you to pray? Persistently at all times 
without losing heart. Never ask me again, are we praying too much? <laughs> or is it wrong to ask God? You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. And that's why to me, it is the, the relationship with the word that will trigger the effective prayers. So he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not, not to lose heart, saying, in a certain city, there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, give me legal protection from my opponent. For a while, he was unwilling but afterward, he said to himself, Even though I do not fear God, nor respect man, yet, because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now, will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? And will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Again, what is important here? God is not reluctant. But he wants us to be persistent. He wants us to use the open door that he gives us to enter in a relationship with him and to participate with him in what he is doing. I, I made a, a, a quick selection here of passages that show that our faith triggers what we are looking for. You praying with faith is the answer. I want that to somehow have an impact in our prayer life, in our, in our understanding about prayer, because a lot of times it is out of almost a despair, right? Out of a need. I mean, read the Psalms, and David was like crying out to the Lord because he was in need. And I think that it is important to realize that, but also how to approach God, not with a, a sense of unworthiness, right? Like he was comparing to a father, even being evil, knows how to give good things. And I think that we, in this relationship of prayer, we need to have a, a fresh or a new revelation of God and what is his motivation in this relationship with us Matthew 7 is also continuing the same 
kind of parable, but in Matthew, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone, or ask for a fish, and will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, how know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give what's good to those who ask him? So, in the beginning, I was saying, I am doing great. So, did all the problems got solved? No. But I'm going to the Father. I'm knocking at his door. You know, I'm not going to worship my problems. I'm not going to wait to solve problems. I'm going to say, Lord, I know that there is a will that you want in this situation. And I want to be co-creator with you by crying out for your will. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Now listen to this. Keep asking at all times, right? So this is Luke 7, verse 50. But this is talking about that woman that entered the house of Simon and anointed the Lord's feet, right? And everybody was like, oh my God, how come a prophet allows this woman to do this, right? And then at the end, he tells her, then he said to her, your sins have been forgiven. Those who were reclining at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this man who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Your faith has saved you. Luke eight forty-eight, And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Another one. Mark ten fifty-two. And Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and began following him on the road. Luke seventeen nineteen, And he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has made you well. Our prayer is the exercise of our faith in the Word. Matthew 6, when he's teaching them to pray, saying, do not pray like the Gentiles with a lot of repetitions, because your Father knows already what you need. But I think that the answer for us is, how can we pray out of the Word and say, Lord, this is what you said in your Word? Like, pray for the peace of of Jerusalem. So we know that that's a word from God, so we can pray like that. 
Those who bless you will be blessed. There is no question about that. So how are we sure that God wants us to pray? Isaiah 62.6 On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have appointed watchmen. All day and all night they will never keep silent. You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves and give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Isn't that interesting that God wants to bless Israel. He wants to bless Jerusalem. He wants to bless his people. But he's also depending on watchmen on the wall reminding him. Like I heard once, God does not forget. But sometimes he waits to move until you remind him. (laughs) You who remind the Lord, take no rest for yourselves. And give him no rest until he establishes and makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. I hope this helps us in our prayer life. Pray without ceasing, because this is the will of God for you. I'm going to give you a list of a few prayers that you can go and see how prayer can change things. And I'm I'm going to keep working on this, and maybe later I will give you more references. Exodus 32, 11-14, God changed his mind because Moses talked to God. Second Chronicles 6, it's almost the whole chapter, but you can start with verse 14 to 42. It's Solomon's prophetic prayer before the dedication of the temple. And he almost like, it's like a contract with God. Saying, if you can Come to this house that I built for you. But I will ask you already because the people are going to sin and they're going to go after other gods. But when you, they pray to you wherever they are, open your ear and answer to them. So that's a great prayer because Solomon was almost like a prophetic voice seeing into the future, but he was creating an open door for all of us, for the people of Israel, to cry out to the Lord and to be restored. Nehemiah 1, 5 to 11. Nehemiah 4, 4 and 5. Nehemiah 9, 5 to 38. Daniel 9, 4 to 19. Amazing examples of prayers in the Old Testament. I didn't even get to find more and then into the New Testament. So, but I bless this for us. Lord, we are in a time right now that there are a lot of signs <laughs> and a lot of things that could go one way or another. 
you know, and a lot of people, a lot of voices say, oh, it's time for the end of days and judgment. But I also know that God delights in mercy. And I think that we, we can be a voice of prayer and intercession right now for things to be done according to God's will and not just with punishment and judgment. And we bless that. But how are we going to pray? At all times, without losing heart. Amen? Yeah. We bless this, Lord. I bless the prayer Tuesday nights. You know, but I, I bless the prayers every night. I bless the prayers every morning. You know, I bless our prayers for our children. I bless the prayer for our businesses, for our health, for our communities. Our prayers for to have bread to give to others, to feed others. You know, bless our... The, the persistence. You know, it's almost time to go back to that book, Pray Without Ceasing. You know, there's one that, that's called Prayerlessness, the sin against the body of Christ. Remember that? God forbid that I would sin by not praying. So prayerlessness is a sin <laughs> against the body, against the church against the neighbors that are in need. So we bless that. Amen. You guys want to stand up? Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.